Welcome to episode 423 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the tech and gaming podcast from thegeeksforthewin.com. We cover all things geeky. I'm your host, William McDonald, and I'm joined by co-host Stuart. Known across the internet as casual terror. Okay, we got no news this week. None. Nothing really. Nothing really interested us enough to really kind of talk about, I guess. Nothing. No, and you no, also brought up nothing that, for like any length of time. Just go. Here's the headline. And That's it's like, oh, thing. this is the thing. That's the thing. This yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But um, you also brought up that like E3 is around the corner. So a lot of things are yeah kind of tightening up. So, yeah, we'll start hearing, you know, things start, you know, we'll start seeing some uh, press conferences next next month as well as in July. So the occasional rumors, you know, rumors leaking here and there or stuff like that. Yeah. Well, now and then, but real quick, just quick news right now. Uh, Apparently the Battlefield six trailer was leaked like like it was like like shit from Battlefield Six was like a sieve. That's what the articles were saying. Like leaks on on Battlefield Six are a sieve because like so much shit was coming out. I'm like, yeah, sure, leaks because how poorly that Battlefield Five was received. They're going to want to like, oh no, we're stuff from Battlefield Six are leaking. You better watch EA Play. Yeah, Battlefield Five was. That, that they had a lot of trouble, a lot of yeah. struggle with that one. And I, I, and I hated it. As, and I played it quite a bit. I played a lot of it. Yeah. And I even like their their battle royale that fell flat. People still play it. People still play it though. Really? Yeah. I remember it coming out and like nobody really like streamers played it for like the day or the week or whatever because they were like paid sponsored stuff and then shortly after like every major streamer went back to their normal stuff yeah i played i played like two matches of it and i was like "Eh, i'm done yeah um oh another quick news thing did you see um apparently i guess bethesda and microsoft their conference is going to be together i thought that was assumed i a lot of people thought (laughs) that maybe they might have their own separate thing just to like you know I don't know. I just but, kind of um, assumed like, well, Bethesda's part of Microsoft. That's one less press conference to watch. Yeah, it's going to be an hour and a half, though. So, well, they're combining two press conferences into one. So, yeah. And not, and also, you know, Microsoft, they keep buying studios. So they keep having a lot more stuff to, there's so many things we don't know about. Like, Very what's true. the, the, is it the coalition? The what? Their 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 studio they created that uh, they have like this studio that they create I think it's the coalition they created that's got like a bunch of pe- good people in it that nobody knows what they're doing right now can't remember which studio it is but they do have some studio that you know they formed that like they still haven't no one knows what they're doing and they've it's they've a been team of talented years. creative. Fun-loving professionals. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm excited to see what comes. You know, especially because Game Pass is like I've got Game Pass. That's well, when if you look under the Coalition and their games, it's Gears of War. 
like Gears Tactics, of it. Gears Five, Gears Pop. It's not the Gears Four. It's not the Coalition then. Uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition must be a different studio then. Yeah, that's like they're united in their passion for Gears of War. That is the studio making Gears of War. Where's the? Uh, I I don't know. I can't. I can't. They've got I'm looking at a list, and there's just so many to look look at right now. There's there there's something that. Um, anyways, I'm sure there but, is. Yeah, hour and a half. I'm sure there is. Hour and a half. I'm interested. You know, because you know, Game Passes. You know, I've got Game Pass, and I'm. You know. I'll talk about something that's on Game Pass actually a little later, but um, you know it had more stuff to Game Pass. You know everything first party Microsoft is coming to Game Pass, so that's great. And there's a lot of crazy third party stuff that keeps coming to big third party stuff that keeps coming to Game Pass. That I'm just like, how are they maintaining this? You know? Yeah. But um. Oh no. Okay, what you been up to? I just looked up the dates. Oh no, the Microsoft press conference is on the my mom's birthday. Oh no. Oh, I might dang. miss it. You can always watch the VOD. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway. Uh, I have been playing a couple games. Um, first one I'll talk about is a brand new game. Brand new, new, totally new genre. Totally new. Not. No, I'm. I'm kidding. Not really. It's Pokemon Snap. Oh, okay. I've been playing nice. Pokemon Snap and it is it's Pokemon Snap and that's great. That's perfect. It's exactly what you want. Um it's a little bit more grindy than I remember the original Pokemon Snap being, but I'm okay with that. Um the premise is still the same. You know, you're taking pictures of Pokemon, you know, and you're scored based off of their uh of their poses, uh, you know, how how big they are on the frame, how well in center they are in the frame, which is not always the most artistic and photogenic of being dead center of the frame, but that's how they score it. Um, and there's a new scoring system this time around uh, for direction. So whether they're looking directly at the camera or not, that's actually part of the score now. Um, and then you are given stars and each Pokemon um, there are different, there are three different ratings. There are di- three different star cat- categories. So you can have three different uh, pictures of a Pokemon based off of their, whatever activity is ha- happening and to be scored on that Pokemon instead of just the one pick. Like, oh, okay, I've got this one picture of Pikachu that is great, but this other picture of Pikachu I really like, but it's not flying on an Art- Articuno, but that one, but the flying on Articuno gives me the best, gives me the most points. So I have to use that one. Ah, uh, okay. Th- this one actually gives you a, okay, here's a, here's a one-star picture, a two-star picture, and a three-star picture based off of, you know, kind of what's going on. You know, a po- uh, Pikachu doing an electric bolt might be a, might be a three-star picture, but just a Pikachu just sitting way, 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 even at you, just a one one-star, so. And um, for most of the courses, most, not all, there is a day-night. So there's, there's a day course and then a night course. And different Pokemon will appear on the night, then on the day. Different stuff might happen. Um, and the more you actually do it and the better scores you get, you actually level up the course. And when you level up the course, new stuff's going to happen. 
know, new Pokemon will appear. Different stuff might happen in different in certain lo- locations. Um, but uh, all in all, it's it's Pokemon Snap, and uh, and Todd does show up in the game. He's all grown up, which I didn't think people did in Pokemon in in Pokemon. I didn't know people aged. Yeah. Most of the time, they don't. Yeah, but yeah, the new Pokemon Snap is a, actually a really good Pokemon game. Uh, Pokemon Snap game. Uh, there's a lot of Pokemon. I'm like, I have no idea what you are, but you're your beautiful smile. As as I throw an apple at your face. Oh, they're not. Well, they're not called a- apples in this game. They're called fluff fruit. They look like apples, but they're actually lighter and don't hurt the Pokemon when you, when you, when you throw it at them. I had to laugh at that. Like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, okay, I'm going to throw this, this fluff fruit at a, at a graveler hanging on the wall of a, of a volcano and he falls into the volcano. He just died. That graveler just fell into lava. He's dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a game people have been wanting for the longest time, like ever since the first one released. <laughs> and and we finally got a new Pokemon Snap, and it's exactly what we wanted. That's good to know. Uh, the other new game that I've been playing, well, I've I've played a little bit of, not a whole lot yet, is Biomutant. Played a little bit of it because uh, I was I was looking forward to this because um, it actually looked kind of interesting. And I played on mouse and keyboard, and I don't believe that was the way to play. Ah, oh, okay. I this game might actually be played better with a controller. Just because, I don't know, I feel like it's a little chaotic. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure if I like it. I want to like it, but I'm not sure I do. Uh, the whole it's premise. a lot of mixed reviews yeah, I've seen. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of the mixed. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole premise is that there is a, there was an apocalypse. And this is post, post-apocalypse uh, and radiation. A Wally situation happened. You know, there was a company that uh, didn't really care about what happened to the world and just kind of ended up destroying the world uh, while, and then they went off into space, leaving everything behind. And this is the earth taking itself back. And there are mutations. And the look of your character is actually based off of your stats, off of like the, like your starting stats. Like, okay, I'm going to go into strength and you'll have a completely different look than if you went into, in, you know, fully into intelligence. You know, your your head will expand if, you you know, you go into intelligence. Uh, but you go into you know, pure strength, your head will shrink to me itty bitty, but your body's huge. Oh, okay. So it's, so everybody's going to have a slightly different looking, looking character. Um, and uh, the fighting style is based off the weapon you use. And at all times you have a ranged weapon and a melee weapon and you can, and you quickly like switch between them. Like, you know, right trigger is, you know, or left click is a ranged weapon, left, left, left trigger, right click or melee. You know, it's, it's just, you can just switch between them just, just that quick. Um, and there is a parry mechanic, but I've yet to really get that down. Because it is very quick. There is not like, there's not a like, oh, there's a little thing above the dude's head. He's going to attack and parry. No, no, no. It's a who's attacking now. 
and you have to actually be right up on it not in the middle of a freaking combo but to be able to parry like it's i don't know if i like the parry mechanic just because it's it happens so down fast and at the same time like i feel like i have no idea what the fuck is going on like is is it it dumps you into this world and explains a little bit but not a whole lot and you are left to figure it out to figure out kind of how a lot of shit works yeah, so apparently the dialogue is one of the big issues I've seen, and they're said they're coming out with a patch to fix that or something. There's no way to fix the fix my issues with that with the dialogue. Ah, uh, okay. The dialogue, uh, like the, the the characters, you know, they thought like and then there's a narrator at all times, and he just translates, like, oh. and he just said, uh. What are you doing here? He doesn't like how you look. Oh. Like that's that's how that that's how that is. I don't like that at all. But it's at the same time though, because there was there's one character I came across that I found freaking funny. It was like it was like a flashback sequence, and uh, you you're a little kid and you talk to this this greaser dude. He is a straight up greaser, you know. Blue jeans rolled up at the at, at the cuff, you know, leather jacket, white tee, pompadour hairstyle, and he like he like he like he's Elvis. Like, all right, that's funny. I get that. That's funny, but you can stop now. <laughs> Some things are universal. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there's this this tribe war system that's happening. And I, I don't feel like I've explained enough on what the fuck is going on or I'm just going, I'm just going through the motions at the moment. Um, and also my problem with the dialogue and really what the narrator says, cause like it goes off into like this, like, um, you know, anti pollution kind of like, you know, like uh, almost like an you know, ex- ex- existential crisis kind of a feel, but then you walk into a you know a toilet. Oh, it's a flushamabob. Take take the thingy do one thing, the brushy brush, and fight the enemies with the like. Are, are you five? Like what? Who wrote this dialogue? Like it, it, some of the descriptions for the old stuff is like, all right, you are written for a child, but this game is too complicated and not made for a child. So like the tracks on the kachunka chunk. Oh, it's a fucking train. Just say train. Don't, don't call it a kachunka chunk. Don't do that. It's, it, it, it's, it's trying to make you think, but at the same time trying to make a five-year-old laugh. So it, and it doesn't mesh well, but I will play a little bit more. Cause like I said, I've only played a little bit of it, but, um, and I still feel like I, I just have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's really mixed on Steam as far as, you know, a lot of people are, it's more, it's more, the majority is positive. It's, it says 65% of the reviews are positive, but it's still kind of mixed, you know? Yeah. Even before this came out, I, I read some, some reviews and even the review, the reviewer itself was like, there are some of it I like, some of it I don't like and wish they would have made different decisions. And I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of people were kind of looking forward to this game. I know you were for sure. I I kind of was just because there was nothing. There was nothing really on my radar. I was like, 
this is a game. It looks fine. I'm looking forward to it now. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about this game. And the other game that I've been playing, well, games, plural, uh, has been the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. That's been taking up most of my time. I'm going back and playing Mass Effect, and damn, I remember how much I loved Mass Effect. I've already beaten Mass Effect 1, and I'm a good chunk of the way into Mass Effect 2. Okay. And right now, uh, I plan on finishing and going into Mass Effect 3, beating Mass Effect 3, and then right now, my plan is to then go on to play Mass Effect Andromeda, because I dropped off of Andromeda kind of around launch, and I know a bunch of patches and fixes came in afterwards, so I want to see if it's any better. Uh, but um, it's a really good remake. Like it is like they've they definitely streamlined the uh, how how the games kind of feel and look between the three. Because like the HUD in Mass Effect one, two and three looked totally diff- different. Now they all look re- relatively the same. Um, and the combat in Mass Effect one was a doo doo. Uh, it is only slightly less doo-doo. A little better. Still not great. It, it's still stiff. Like, the combat just feels stiff. Um, uh, and they also done did some things to the to the Mako, which, you know, a lot of people had issues with, with the Mako. Um, it's better. It's still doo-doo. But it's not it's not as bad as it, as it was before. I know, you know, whenever, you know, I used to bring up, you know, you, the, for you, you used to play math. Mass Effect 1, you used to say, but that car was always, I, you kept hearing that, that car was awful to drive. That was that was like your your sticking point with for you not playing Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect back, back in the day. No, I never even gave it a try. We, we've had this conversation. I know it because it's you and you have this, you usually pick one thing and you stick with it on why you don't play a game. I, I don't even remember a car. Like That's how much it, it stuck with you. I know. Okay. You say so. I, I we, We've been doing this for 11 years. I know we, I know we had that conversation <laughs> because I love I, Mass Effect. So I remember that conversation. I, the thing I remember if I, uh, if I, if I did give it a short try was I think the combat, I didn't like the combat. Yeah. Uh, the, the combat in one is not great. It's not awful, but it's not great. Um, definitely by three, it's way better. Um, I still feel like having multiplayer was a mistake. Um, even though there's some Mass Effect fan- fanboys that we know that 100% loved that multiplayer and boy, were they wrong, 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 wrong. Same with the, with the multiplayer in Dragon Age. There's should be there. Those games should not have a multiplayer. No, those, um, and in, Three, you had to play the multiplayer because there was a galactic a galactic readiness uh, meter or score that you had to kind of hit. So you so when you get to that last um, mission of no return, um, you are more you are you have a better chance of your entire squad surviving. And because there's no multiplayer anymore, what they did. Or for the legendary edition was it, as long as you bring in a save file from Mass Effect 2, that helps with your galactic readiness. That takes place of the force multiplayer stuff that they did in three. 
And now that I'm thinking about it, didn't you play one of the Mass Effect games? Because I swear you played multiplayer with us. I think I played the multiplayer like of three or whatever one game night. I think I got it from like Redbox or something. Yeah, I yeah just to play it once. So. When when I brought up multiplayer, I'm like I remember Will playing with us one one time. I think that was the most I've ever really played of the Mass Effects. Well, I think you would like. I, I think you would you would like the Mass Effect games. I really do. And the Legendary Edition, I, that's that's the way to play it. It really is. Um, now it's not. It doesn't fix everything, but it fixes some things. Like there was there was one one side quest that people you know com- complained about for years. It was it was a dumb complaint, but they fixed it for for the Legendary Edition. There was um, a um, you are kind of lured into this mine uh, and you come across this um, and you come across the like a, a communication thing. And the dude talks, talks to you and talks about how, you know, um, you know, how, how much he hates, you know, the human race. And it was your kind that did blah, blah, blah. And you're you're the reason, uh, you know, this the, the galaxy is better. Off, you know, racist shit. But the dude was human. Like, wait, no, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Well, they fixed it for the legendary edition and made him an alien race, which he should have been all the, the entire time. He, he should not have been human. He should have been somebody else or he should have been another alien race. And they, they fixed that this time around, which cool, not necessary, but cool that you did that. Uh, I, I I was actually playing Mass Effect 2 pretty much all day today. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to going, going back and playing some more. Because it has been so long since I've played like the Mass Effect games that I remember like the overall story. I remember the I remember certain beats, but there's a lot of it I don't remember at all. Like I'm going through these yeah, missions. Was a while I'm like, ago. Nope, I don't remember this at all. This is like it's like I'm playing this for the first time. I don't remember this one bit. Yeah, this was like 2009, I want to say. When Mass Effect 2 came out, which is the one I'm playing. Mass Effect 2. See how how good I am. Oh, January 2010. I was so close. <laughs> close. I was close. But uh, yeah, Mass Effect still good. Still good. Waiting. I'm, I'm, good thing I'm, they- I'm waiting to be pissed off by, by, by Mass Effect by the ending of Mass Effect 3. But OK, but I know I'm going to be pissed off about it. Yeah, it's a good thing they they did a good job with this remake because they had no choice but to do a good job. Or right after it would have just been a nightmare after like, the after the reception of Andromeda, they needed something to make people excited for a new Mass Effect game because they are because they are making a Mass Effect game because they said so last year. All the, all they had was mm-hmm. a was just a an, an Asari, which is the blue blue chicks, uh, just looking at the camera and then. The word Mass Effect uh, will return came up. That's it. That's all we got. But yeah. um, I don't know. They, hopefully Dragon Age 4, which is Bioware's next game, is well received because their last two games were not. And I feel like Bioware might be in trouble. Yeah, they put a lot of they put a lot into Anthem, which fell yeah, and then they what? then they tried to then they tried really hard to fix it with like Anthem Next, I think I was called, and, and I didn't even decide to just cancel that. That mm-hmm. eventually got can- 
got canceled. So I am worried about Bioware because I love Bioware. I love Bioware games. Did not care for Anthem, though. Did not. And Andromeda was kind of meh. So, but I want Bioware to continue to be a thing. And the fact that Casey Hudson keeps leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back also has me worried. Yeah, that's a bit interesting. Well, those are my games. What about you? Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? Um, I picked up. What's what's the, what's the actual name of it? Let me look this up in my Steam library. Um, is it uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution? Oh, I did see you tweet about this. This was on sale, um, like a week or so ago. Um, so I picked it up. And I've been playing through the story of the first Yu-Gi-Oh! Because that's the only one I ever watched. I never watched 5D or I I don't even I don't even know what the other ones. I could, couldn't even think of the other names. I just rem- remember 5D because they I were on. I watched the first because they were on bikes, of it on and bikes right around a track on motorcycles. Yeah. And I'm just I remember watching the first episode and just being like, what is this garbage? Like what? No, I think I'm done with Yu-Gi-Oh then, you know, at least the anime, like the original anime, it was kind of, it was crazy at times, but like it stayed in its own world, you know, it didn't do anything too crazy, you know, and, you know, fighting on motorcycles and stuff just felt like what, like fighting, you know, playing card games. On motorcycles, like, they had to up seemed, up the danger factor. seemed seemed ridiculous, but I'm going through the story of it where you're able to, you know, to, you start with um, you, you I mean you you just goes through it. I think I'm at I, I beat was I beat Pegasus. I'm past um, I'm past Pegasus. Um, and it's interesting because um, you're able to choose like. Okay, I want to use the story deck, the deck that was used in the actual story, the anime, or you you can use your own deck. I've just been using the story deck because, you know, why not? Sure. Um, And, you know, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like, I don't remember this. I don't remember these cards being in here. Okay. Um, There's a lot more fusion monsters, you know, than... I ever remember being in the story, but they, they have them. Um, and it also reminds me like, yeah, some of the, some of the, some of the people's decks really sucked in the story. Like, well, did you ever watch you? Yeah. 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 Of course I did. I, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really pay attention to their decks. Cause I only, I only played a couple games of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like physically. So I didn't really oh, get okay. in get into the actual plane of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I got I got big into it for a bit. Yeah. I'm sad I lost my cards when I moved. When I moved last. I don't know where they went, but they just got lost somewhere. You know, they might have gotten thrown out. I don't know. But I've got a deck somewhere around, um, around, around here. I know I do. Yeah. And they're going for just collectible card stuff, card games. Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, poker. That oh my god, the price for stuff like that is through Magic the roof right and now. Yu-Gi-Oh are not going like Pokemon though. Yes, uh, Pokemon. What, I don't know. What, I, what, I, what I keep hearing is it's Pokemon, baseball cards, 
NFL cards, NBA cards. Those are the four. I'm f- I follow a, a streamer who he's been buying. He's been getting the Yu-Gi-Oh again, and he's been talking about the prices are crazy. And I went and looked. Uh, I was at Target the other day, and I looked, and, and yeah, the prices are pretty outrageous. Well, here's the thing: like they're still selling them at Tar- Target, though. The, the four I mentioned, yeah. they're not selling it at Target anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, there's no Pokemon at Target. But I think there. I can't remember if there was sports or not. When I didn't really pay too much attention. I remember seeing signs talking about like limiting the amount you can buy, you know, due to but, literal people pointing guns on each, on each other. Like what the fuck? Or yeah. Pokemon but like cards? Joey's deck. Yeah. Joey's deck would have like four star, which is like the highest star you can summon without having a tribute four star cards that were like 15, 1600 HP. At most, your or attack, or, you know, attack, uh, not HP, attack at most, and it's like, those, that's not good. Like, it's like Kaiba's deck is like the is is like the the optimal deck that people would want that that, that people would actually use, you know, with like the their four stars were like eighteen to higher and stuff like that. But so whenever I had to play as like Joey or whatever, it was kind of rough. You know, well, that just t- tells me you didn't believe in the heart of the cards. I did. Um, <laughs> you every sound time I drew, so, so uh, every time I drew a card, I said it. No, <laughs> but um, there's no voiceover or anything like that. It's uh, and every time you beat like an opponent, you beat a, I guess, an opponent in the story. Um, you can, I don't know if you can from the start, but at least uh, I've noticed after you can um, reverse. So you can be the other person fighting, you know, the other perspective if you want. So you could be Pegasus fighting Yuki. And summon Blue Eyes White Dragon. Interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, you get, you get like points and stuff like that, that you can unlock, you can unlock packs and you unlock. The you you unlock new booster packs as you go through the story, you know, like you beat Kaiba, you unlock Kaiba's booster packs, which have like you know is the one the the packs where you can get like blue eyes or blue eyes related you know cards and stuff like that, or you know Yugi's pack, which is like the magic dark magician and all that kind of stuff, and so as you go through the story, you're you have uh the ability to get more cards to actually put into your own unique deck. Um, it's a good game. I really, I, I'm, I'm not, nec- I'm not saying the the actual PC game, the PC game's great, but I'm saying like in general, Yu-Gi-Oh! I've always enjoyed the actual card game. It was always my go-to like card game. I played, I try. I played magic, you know, um, I collected Pokemon cards, but I could never play the Pokemon game, like the train card game. I never did. Like, no, I never did either. Yeah. Um I had but, I had the yeah, Pokemon the, cards and I remember I made the greatest the greatest trade of all, all time on on a on a grade school uh uh playground. Oh, I yeah? traded a one water energy for a war turtle. Who the fuck wow. trades energy <laughs> for a Pokemon? I I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But yeah, I'm enjoying it because, like I said, it's it it's always been my like go to card game when I think about 
you know, card games and stuff like that. And I enjoyed Yu-Gi-Oh fondly, you know, uh, I haven't tried, like I'm, I'm just started like figuring out what deck I want to make and maybe like battle people online in the future. Um, but I'm still going through the story stuff to try to unlock that, you know, new packs to be able to, um, and there's no, as far as just I can have tell, a there's deck no like just full of Exodia. You're well, only, you're, you're guaranteed is, to win. You can only have three of one card, I think. But oh. yeah, there are a lot of like, yeah. there are a lot of other cards that, you know, uh, it's like, oh, if th- use this card to summon a piece of Exodia from your deck to your hand, use this card to do the, like, there's a lot of cards that you can use to build around for that, which I actually did when I was playing one of the story modes. I actually, uh, I actually did um, win the game with the, with Exodia. I think it was the Yugi versus Kaiba, like the first one. I actually, I actually did that. And I like, I could have won a lot earlier, but I'm like, no, I'm going to skip this turn. Cause I want to draw Exodia. I want to draw the fine final piece and win that one. And it's an, it was an achievement. So that was pretty good. I know, I know there's see. there's a clip of a say I know it happened to Michael Jones and Ray. It happened to both both of them separately, where their opponent first round pulled it, Exodia, all of them. Oh wow! First, that's crazy. First round, and I, I think the one with Michael, My, Michael was Michael even went first, but with Ray, Ray Ray didn't go first. the The other guy did. So like Ray didn't even oh, have a wow. chance. Ray didn't have a chance. It was just he entered the game and was done. That is that is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun with it. It's, it's something I'm. It's it's another uh, one of those games I'm playing when I'm like watching anime or watching you know YouTube videos or a Twitch stream or something else. You know, it's something I don't really have to pay too much attention, especially since like I said, the story like of it there's no voice or anything like that. It's just, it's just lines. And it's like, well, I know the story of it, so I can just skip the text. I don't have to read the text. I can just skip that and go to the battles and whatnot, but it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, and I think I don't, the, the, the mode I got or the, yeah, the addition I got, there's like no extra DLC or anything like that. So I don't have to worry about like, having to actually pay money, you know, which is nice. It was on sale. Like it was like 70 something percent off too. So you can't beat that. Um, no. So I'm enjoying it. It's something I'm going to keep, keep at, um, here and there, you know, um, what else? Uh, what's another thing? Something I just started. Um, I mentioned I've been playing something that just came out on game pass. um, it's called, I think I mentioned this to you before, but it's called, uh, what's the full name of it? Uh, Solasta Crown of the Magister. Okay. It's a D&D game. It's a 5e D&D. Like, you know, do you control it, it? It's been in early access, but it just came out like, you know, the 1.0 version just released. Like, and it's on Game Pass like right now. Three days ago, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I picked that up. Um, <laughs> funny, I'm looking at the 
I'm looking at it and it's Yo Hambo added to their wish list. If you want to play D and D, you can play D and D with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I made a I made a one character. Um, the character builder is it's not everything you want. Like it's not everything from D and D because one, there's not all the classes. There's no sorcerer. There's no warlock. There's it's like wizard. I forget what it is. It's like wizard, paladin, fighter rogue um bar maybe no bard cleric i don't know there's there's like six i think six of the of the classes six i believe maybe eight i can't remember but there's like i said there's no like there's no warlock or um sorcerer i know that for a fact um so that was kind of kind of disappointing so i made a war or i made a wizard um, and then, you know, I just picked cause, uh, you're, you, when you start an adventure, you have to have four party members. So I just picked three of the pre-made ones, you know, just to, for my first time, you know, I made, I made my main character and then I was like, okay, this pre-made paladin, I'll take this, this pre-made fighter and then a rogue. Okay, great. Um, and, um, it's got, uh, like cutscenes and voice dialogue and stuff like that um where you're 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 at least the first campaign or whatever you're you're choosing your party meets at like a meets at like a pub or you know of course of um, course the, and the generic your your party your party meets in a tavern yeah tavern and they're talking uh they're waiting for you know just they're waiting for this like person to give them you know their job or whatever whatever um and they're talking you know while they're waiting they're talking about like or their journey here and that's kind of the tutorial is like each character is like oh i had these bandits you know got kidnapped me and then i had to break my way out and then you go into you know into breaking your way out and you know you see the tutorial it's like okay you do this to to be stealthy, you do this and you see that, you know, it has dice rolls and all that stuff, you know, to whenever you try to do any, any actions or, you know, attacks, stuff like that. Um, it's, it's, it, I haven't played too much of it, but so far it's interesting. It's not like, I don't know. It's not, it's, it's not anything new or, you know, groundbreaking from i guess the other D type games you know like i mean baldur's gate 3 yeah or, I mean, that's, that's kind of what i'm looking at it's, like it, it's very similar to even even the the hud is similar to bolt baldur's gate 3 not yeah. not entirely but it's like like the turn trap tracker that's exactly how, how bolt baldur's gate 3 does it i need to I need to look through the settings, see if I can like tweak the, how you move. Cause the movement seems a bit weird. Like the rotating of the camera seems a bit slow. You can use like Q and E to rotate the camera, like a full, I think a full like 90 degrees or something like that. But there's just something about like the actually moving your character and clicking and rotating the camera. It just feels a little slow. Um, I wasn't too sure if maybe that was just because like the tutorial, you know, kind of kept stopping you every so often to, 
you know, tell you, Hey, do this, you know, be stealthy. Hey, use your lock picks, your, you know, your thieves tools or your lock pick tools to unlock this lock or to disable this trap or stuff like that. Um, but it's, it, you know, uh, it's something I'm going to, I'm going to not, it's going to be another game. Like I said, like the Yu-Gi-Oh thing where I like add to my rotation where I'm just playing, you know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, you know, kind of just cause I want to kind of maybe get a little more D and D fix, you know? Yeah. You know, we've I, been like, I mean, what? <laughs> because we've had it for a while. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got some game pass. I've been, I've been thinking about going and back into, um, Baldur's Gate three again, but I, I'm, I'm really waiting for them to come out with the barbarian class because just looking when, when Droop was in the, in the party, I, even as a DM, I fell in love with the barbarian class. That was awesome. I want to play a, bar, a barbarian, but it's not in Baldur's Gate 3 yet. You're yeah, not quite sure what, what all classes there are actually in this. I can't remember all of them, but like I said, well, there's, I'm, there well, are just some by, missing. See, they're, they're going based off of the SRD 5.1, and I'm looking at right. I'm looking at it right now to see what classes are in it okay i see you got barbarians bards clerics druids fighter monk paladin ranger rogue sorcerer warlock wizard and that's it yeah so like the only class that's really missing that's in that's right now uh in the game is artificer which that that came out somewhat recently uh for um, like it, it was in a like somewhat re- recently, not yeah. That's that's the only class that's not in SR, SRD. Yeah, like I said, the sorcerer and warlock aren't in there. Aren't in Salasta or Sal- Salasta? I don't know how you say it. They said it in the game, but um, let's see. Let's go to. Let's just take a look and see what there are. Looking to see if there's There's, something on Steam that just says, like, what classes? There's Cleric, there's Fighter, Paladin, Ranger, Rogue, and Wizard. So there's only six right now. So, yeah, no no Barbarian yet on this either. So that kind of sucks, you know? Especially, like, I understand maybe not a Sorcerer, but, like, there's no Warlock. That kind of really sucks i mean yeah like the warlock has cool the warlock there's some really cool stuff with war, warlocks yeah butter get three to has as war or lock the, the only like magic based class they're missing is sorcerer right now yeah and there's a there's a dungeon builder too in this um in solista i looked at it briefly and was like oh this is kind of complicated or complex yeah, the one in um, Divinity Original Sin 2 was as well. And I, I imagine Baldur's Gate 3 is going to have one one as well. Yeah, I was hoping they would add more classes when the final version, you know, the, the launch version of, of, of this came out, the 1.0 version. But I guess not. I guess it's going to be like DLC or something. If it if it does, they do add more classes. But yeah, it's 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 
it's on Game Pass. So if anyone has Game Pass, you know, um, it's on PC Game Pass. I don't know if it's on Xbox or, or console or not. Like in general, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, let's look this up. Oh, this, and this was a Kickstarter actually too. Interesting. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it's on console. So yeah, Game Pass for PC or it's on Steam if you want to, if people want to pick it up on Steam, but it's interesting. I'm going to keep playing it, try to figure out the whole, like, you know, I'm just not used to having the whole, like, clicking to move your character and then rotating the camera at the same time to see around corners and, you know, in, in, when you're going through dungeons and stuff, that's okay, it looks like, used to. looks like Sorcerer is going to be DLC. Oh, that's cool. Excited on that. I imagine they'll add like Barbarian and a couple others too. A couple of the main ones. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, only the, the only thing listed on on here is Sorcerer as DLC. Yeah. That's kind of shocking because a lot of the games that are D&D based, you know, they just skip the Sorcerer altogether, it seems. Which is at odd the, because the ones I've like, looked. Sorcerer, it's, it's not like it's not a popular race or a popular class. Because it yeah. is. Maybe it's just like, I don't know, maybe there's game mechanics behind it to where they don't want to add it because like they don't need to prepare spells and stuff like that. Well, I, I, I feel like it's easier than wizard. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> easier mechanics than wizard. I guess metamagic might throw a chink into that. But I mean, even then, no, I guess I can't see why, why you wouldn't. Yeah, but like I said, I just just started playing it, and it's fun. It's so far, I just got to get used to how to control everything, and you know, might uh, check it out. And I'll get I'll get used to it. You know, just you know, I haven't played a lot of these type of games, so just practice makes perfect. Um, and it will be something that gets through. You know, um, and it was something I was looking forward to because. You know, we weren't playing D&D that much, but now it looks like we are going to be playing again. Yeah, yeah that's consistently. Great. Knock on wood. Right. As I knock on my wooden desk. So we're safe, um, hopefully. But uh, let's see what's next. I guess the last thing is Destiny. Um, the new season started a couple weeks ago and the new the the raid the, which was the very first raid from D1, um, Vault of Glass. They they re, re, they re-released it, um, and they kind of made some changes to it. Um, they did some interesting things with it. Um, I had a group. We tried to go for day one, uh, which day one is uh, has what they call contest modifier, which. It's uh your capped as uh, you're capped like twenty levels under the actual you know even if you're like you know even if you're like twenty levels above you know the enemies doesn't matter you're capped below you know so it kind of makes it tough and it gives everyone a fair advantage or a fair like you know starting point or whatever um. They made changes. They made a lot of changes um, that seemed kind of weird. Um, unfortunately, we didn't finish it day one. 
because we just we kind of gave up and decided it wasn't worth it because they decided to lock the day one emblem behind um what they decided this year was they were gonna or with this raid you complete it once and then it unlocks a challenge it unlocks another version that has challenges and you complete that and that's how you win the title for world's first completion and you have to you have to do both to get the day one emblem which i we thought going in you would just have to complete you know the regular just to get the day one emblem you know which apparently not you have to do both which seems really ridiculous but once we found out that we were like uh we'll pass we got (laughs) we got towards the end of it um but we just we just lost like we 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 just lost all of our like hope and you know motivation pretty much when we saw that oh we have to do the challenge mode stuff too even though they've that add, sucks. they added they added mechanics to the normal the normal one that you would think would be challenge mode like there are points in there are points in the encounters where the there are these oracles that pop up and they're like these shining, like shining balls of light, you know, that you have to like shoot and they make certain chimes and they appear like, you know, like this one encounter, they'll appear like one, two, three, you know, and they'll show you where they are and then you'll have to shoot them. And then they will be like one, two, three, four up to seven. And they decided, well, you're going to have to shoot them in order as they appear now. Which it's like, okay, that seems like a challenge mode thing, but no, that's the normal mode. And having to try to like do that while you're, you know, while we're like, you know, we're power capped because, you know, it's contest modifier and stuff. The raid is super easy to do like now, now that that contest modifier is off. Um, But it was, it, 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 it was pretty rough and kind of sucked because this was the first time we actually had a group who was going to try to, you know, go for the day one emblem. You know, we knew we weren't going to get like world's first or anything crazy like that, mm-hmm. which uh crazy thing about that. The second team who completed it, they had a player on their team who is a complete idiot who got himself banned. I don't know what he, what they were thinking, but they, the, uh, the, the user's name, the, the username was hashtag black lives don't matter doesn't matter or whatever like what the fuck <laughs> that's i don't know what they thought if they thought they weren't going to get they, they were trying to go for worlds first and if they, they thought they weren't going to get banned like i don't know well, people are stupid but it was a joke bro it was a prank bro it was only a prank now just like shut the fuck up because you know they got the, they they were the second clear, so obviously they they thought they were going to potentially be possible to get first, which their names would be out there. Right. So I, I don't know. It's it it was just stupid. I, I originally saw that. I originally saw that being tweeted or whatever, and then later I found out it was the sec. It was a person in the second team who cleared it, and I'm like, oh, that is stupid. Like it was dumb before, but like. It's even dumber, like when you know that they were putting themselves in a position where their names were going to be seen by the developers, and because like each raid, people, the developers they have like think. Oh. people don't think that's it's just yeah. people don't think. 
it's kind of cool because the uh, Bungie, like when the, they have like the day one raid races and stuff like that, they have like a room that has like where the, where like they all they all hang out and they watch the the different people streaming and playing the game and trying to get to the first, you know, first they they've shown it before where it's like this room that has like so many different monitors and screens and stuff. And it's kind of cool because they actually do like pay attention to what's going on and, you know, verify things to make sure no one cheated or anything like that. So it's kind of cool when, it when, you know, as far as that goes, but yeah, I thought it was just dumb. That person, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's just people are, the people are so stupid at times. Yeah. Like it just amazes me some, you know, but, um, yeah, we've been doing that. Um, besides that, I really haven't been doing too much else in, in destiny. I've just been doing the raids with other, with other groups and then, you know, occasional things here and there while, you know, watching something on, you know, Twitch or, you know, something else. Um, really haven't been playing anything like where I've, besides raiding with, uh, with the groups, I really haven't been playing anything or had anything that's really had to keep my full attention. You know, Mm. it's mostly been stuff that's just been like, okay, I'm going to play this while I'm watching the new episode of, this or yeah. while I'm watching this Twitch stream or there just hasn't been anything like that has kind of interested me, I guess, lately enough to where I have to. But um that's about it for me though, I guess. I guess this is a shorter show, but nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Next week will probably be pretty long because it'll be our movie TV episode. And I know I got a lot to talk about <laughs> next week. I guess I better watch stuff then. I've watched a few things that I'm super excited to talk about and i got a few more things that i'll watch in between now and then but yeah i, mean, um, I guess i better watch watch something because i've only watched like one thing oh really yeah <laughs> yeah um i i need a i think i'm gonna start on the critical role campaign too cool because they're about to end it <laughs> yeah I, I saw they were like ending or they just ended or so i wasn't sure if, if they had ended yet or not no they haven't ended yet and i'm I'm like six or seven episodes behind. Oh, so like I okay. because like when when I started going back back to the office to work, uh, I've not been watching. Uh, I've not had it up. Oh, I've yeah. not ha- had it up on my other monitor while at work. So that kind of watching went kind of went down for some reason. And one of the perks of working from home was that. Yeah, I guess. and I, I I could listen to the podcast, but it's not the same. It's it's, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not the same to like watch their reactions uh, and and see see the 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 battle map, which is always fantastic. Now, did they have like production design where they create like special like boss figures and stuff like that when they do? I mean, fights or the boss fights that I've seen. Like, I don't know what that character is. I've never seen that before. I've, I don't know what that is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I've watched some where they've done create uh, other D and D streams where or campaigns, whatever, where they've yeah they've had people who made like elaborate like stuff for the tabletop. You know. Oh yeah, and they're like, they're they're sponsored Boston's. by by Dungeon Forge. So like, and Dungeon Forge has amazing oh, yeah tile yeah. stuff and like 
you know, Matt does like lights and fog and, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you get the full experience from actually watching yes. versus listening. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll definitely, I think I'm going to start checking that out. Cause I tried checking out others here and there, you know, mm-hmm. and just it's, it's hit or miss. Like, yeah. That trying to find a good, you know, D and D group that meets your, you know, entertainment level, I guess, or that you enjoy their personalities. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's it for the show. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. Stuart's at casual terror. I am at will play games underscore, and we will catch you next time. And remember no animals are hard for making this podcast. <laughs>